Happy Monday, friends. Welcome back to the show. We have a really fun episode today where I'm going to be bringing you three business and personal development books that are going to help you grow as a person, as an entrepreneur, and help your business grow bigger and bigger. I'm really excited to bring you these books today, but first I have to confess to you that I have never really been a reader for the purpose of educating myself and learning more about a particular topic. There have been seasons in my life where I have read for entertainment purposes. You know, I was a big, big fan of Little House on the Prairie growing up. But like reading just like for just strictly to educate myself on something like that has never been me. Until recently, when I was inspired on a, on a trip that I went on last month. I'll tell you about that here in a little bit. But also, I want to bring you some statistics, because maybe you're like me. Maybe you're like me, where you're like, Kimmy, I don't even have time to read, okay? I don't even have time to drink my coffee in the morning without having to reheat it four different times, let alone sit down and read a book. I hear you. I hear you, okay? Time is the one thing that we never get back. But I want to go ahead and read you just for a quick moment a couple statistics I found on reading. Now, these are not my statistics. These are statistics from other people. The first one is from moneyguy.com. And he said, millionaires spend more time reading than the general population, about five and a half hours per week compared to two hours for everyone else. I want to read you one more uh, little bit of statistic that is coming from Business Insider. And the author of this is Thomas C. Corley. And he said, in my Rich Habits study, I interviewed 233 wealthy individuals, 177 of whom were self-made millionaires, with at least 160000 in annual gross income and $3.2 million in net assets. According to my research on the wealthy, 85% read two or more books a month for education and learning purposes. 63% listened to educational audiobooks during their commute to work. 88% read 30 minutes or more each day for purposes of education and learning. 58% read biographies of, fam of famous successful people. 51% read history books. And 55% read self-help books. Only 11% of the rich read for entertainment purposes. Billionaires like Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, and Mark Zuckerberg devote many hours a day to reading for the purpose of learning. Now, I don't know about you, but this is enough for me to ask myself the question, Kimmy, are you really going to use all of the time, all of your free time devoted to just complete relaxation? Or are you willing to take a little bit of that free time and devote it to learning, growing, sharpening your craft. Because here's the thing, friends, irregardless of whether somebody is a believer or not, there are principles on this earth that hold true whether somebody believes in God or not. And one of those principles is the fact that successful people, and yes, I am talking about financially, successful people read. They are, they are a master at their craft. They are continually advancing and getting better and better and better at whatever it is that is their area of expertise. And so that in and of itself, paired with a story that I'm going to share with you here in a moment about a trip that I recently went on that totally inspired me, that I am now 
I'm declaring that I am now a reader. I am a reader. And so without further ado, let's get to the show where I'm going to bring you three business and personal development books. They're going to help you grow your online coaching business. Let's go. Hey coach, welcome to the Bible's Babies and Business podcast. Are you ready to get more consistent, high ticket clients in your online coaching business without having to go through exhausting flops launches? Are you constantly searching for podcast episodes, looking for that key to unlocking $10,000 months in your business? Do you have big dreams of becoming debt free, going on more family vacations and staying home with your kids? But right now your business isn't even breaking $2,000 a month. Hey there, I'm Cammie. I'm a Christian, a wife, and a soon to be mom. A few years ago, before I was known for being a high ticket sales expert for online coaches, and before I founded my program, High Ticket Powerhouse, which offers some of the best marketing and sales strategy in the coaching industry, I was just your average online coach struggling to get by. I didn't know how to get clients, make consistent money online, or get out of the painful cycle of living paycheck to paycheck and drowning in debt. And to make matters worse, my husband and I were struggling through years of infertility and needed tens of thousands of dollars to grow our family. Oh, and on top of that, student loans and credit card debt. Needless to say, financially, we were a sinking ship. My business needed to make money. My family depended on it. That's when I discovered the art of how to close high ticket sales. And the best part, you don't need thousands of Instagram followers or ever have to struggle through another duct taped Instagram launch ever again. In this podcast, you'll find practical sales strategies to use in your own coaching business, biblical principles for the Christian entrepreneur, and a healthy dose of tough love. Because one thing you need to know about me, I don't sugarcoat it. My ultimate goal is to turn you into an absolute powerhouse at selling your high ticket coaching online so you can be a blessing to your family, a blessing to your clients, and create life-changing impact for the kingdom of heaven. So grab your Bible, your laptop, and let's get to work. Because you were made for this. Tammy, this is Carmel. Can you give some recommendations on good business and personal development books for business owners? Ooh, this is a really great question and I'm so excited to answer it for you. So before we get into the nitty gritty of the episode, I have to share with you this amazing powerhouse win from one of my clients inside of High Ticket Powerhouse. Now, before I share this incredible win with you, if you don't know, or maybe you're a new listener to the show, High Ticket Powerhouse is my six-month group coaching program that teaches you how to make steady 5K to 10K months in your business by getting consistent high-ticket one-on-one coaching clients without having to run ads or without having to have a large social media following, okay? Round one of High Ticket Powerhouse started back in January. We are about midway through right now. And this is one of the wins that I heard just last week. This is from one of my clients inside of that program. And she shared with me that she has closed about $11,000 in just over eight weeks of the program. That is absolutely incredible. Now, if you're thinking, Cami, how do I get in on this? Like, when is the second round opening? I have some great news for you. Enrollment is opening up 
just one week from today, next Monday, round two enrollment for High Ticket Powerhouse is opening. Now, we our start date is on Monday, June 5th, but next week is when enrollment will begin to open to fill some seats. So keep your eyes open for that. I'll be talking about that on the podcast. Let's get into today's episode. And I'm going to start off with the fact that I recently went on a trip to visit my friend and fellow business colleague in the space, Lissa Scott. You've heard her on the podcast multiple times. She's an incredible high ticket sales coach. She's phenomenal and she really, really, really knows her stuff. She is, she is fantastic at her craft. And she's also one of my best friends. And so I I was visiting her. And while I was visiting Lissa, Lissa is one of those people that is so inspiring to me for so many reasons. Um, she's she's fantastically intelligent. She lives a very healthy, holistic lifestyle. She is the hardest working woman that I've ever met in my life. She's incredibly focused, disciplined. I could go on and on and on. And she loves the Lord. We have such great conversations. And so while I was on this trip, I found myself specifically admiring Lissa's love of reading and her book collection. I was staying in her guest room and I remember looking over and she had like these stacks of books inside of this like cabinet. And I just remember thinking, man, like, I've always loved the concept of reading, but I've never truly like gotten myself sunk into reading for educational purposes. Um, And so when I came home from that trip, I was so, 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 so inspired. And I went to the bookstore and I stocked up on a few business and personal development books to start my own reading journey for the purpose of becoming better at my craft. And over the last several weeks, I've been reading those books And let me tell you, these books have completely rocked my business in the best way. Now, like I said in the beginning of this episode, I've never really been a massive reader for the purposes of education. There have been times where I've read for entertainment purposes. There's a couple uh, series, book series that I've read. I was a huge fan of Little House on the Prairie growing up. Uh, But for the most part, um, reading has honestly kind of stressed me out. (laughs) Let's just start there. Anybody else have reading stress them out? I I don't know. I'm like raising my hand over here. And the reason why reading has stressed me out is mostly because my mind would wander while I was reading. And then I would end up being like, oh, like realize that my mind was wandering and I'd have to go back and read the same paragraph like three times, which just was such a frustrating feeling for me. And so I ended up honestly just avoiding reading because it was so frustrating for me to get to myself to like sit down and focus. Like the sitting down part was fine, but it was the focusing in on the information and not letting my mind wander to different places. So for that reason, like I said, aside from, you know, reading for entertainment purposes in a couple seasons of my life, I've never really been much of a reader, let alone a reader for like education and personal development. But I decided that I'm going to challenge myself. Because successful people read. And I'm not ashamed to say that I want to be successful. Like, I I believe that the Lord has placed it in my heart to want to be excellent at my craft. And I want to grow. I don't want to let this frustration of reading hold me back because I don't want to exercise the discipline in order to do it. So I decided 
enough is enough. I'm going to start reading. And so today I want to share with you three books that are really going to help you grow in your online coaching business. The first one is probably going to shock you that I'm actually putting this in a business and personal development category, but I think that this is the ultimate business and personal development book, and it is the Bible. Now, within the Bible, there is specifically the book of Proverbs that I love. Now, this is a book that I have read, uh, I think about two times already. I'm not currently studying this book, but I have read it multiple times in the past. The authors of the book of Proverbs is mostly Solomon. If you remember King Solomon, he's the son of David and Solomon asked the Lord for wisdom and God granted him wisdom along with uh, fame and riches. And so Solomon is full of, of wisdom. Um, other authors of the book are Agur and Lemuel. Um, mostly it was written by Solomon, but there are a couple passages in there written by Agur, Agur, I don't know if I'm saying that right, and Lemuel. That being said, we all know that scripture is Holy Spirit breathed. So we can assume that irregardless of who the author is, if it's in the Bible, the Lord is speaking it to us. And there are just so many, so, so many, so much, I should say, so much wisdom within the pages of the entire Bible, but really within the book of Proverbs. And what I really love about the book of Proverbs, it is, it is straightforward. Okay. It is straightforward. It is clear cut. It is direct. And there's no fluff in Proverbs. And there's, there's a multitude of topics covered inside of Proverbs. There's topics covered like about working hard, managing money, having integrity, amongst other things. And many of you here are probably already familiar with the Proverbs 31 woman. So the book of Proverbs is something that I would have as a staple as something that you study. I would, if I were you, honestly, I would study at least once a year, at least once a year. It is a great read. It's honestly a quick read. And I feel that it's very, very digestible. I want to just read for you just a little snippet from the book of Proverbs. Um, this is one of my favorite Proverbs because it's one of the Proverbs that has convicted me the, like so much over the years. Um, if you don't know, if you haven't been listening to podcast for, podcasts for very long, um, for, for those of you who've been listening to this for a long time, then you know that I, in the past, have really struggled with getting up in the morning. Like, I was a chronic snoozer of my alarm. And recently... Um, that is something that has been changing in my life. I've been getting up at 5 a.m. I'm not perfect at it, but, but I am improving. And like a lot of that came from the conviction that I read in this verse. I'm going to read it to you. This is Proverbs chapter 6, verses 9 through 11. <laughs> I'm laughing because it's so straightforward and you're going to hear why here in just a moment. But you lazy bones. See, I told you. The book of Proverbs is just straightforward. It's not worried about offending you. It literally will just call you out. Uh, but you lazy bones, how long will you sleep? When will you wake up? A little extra sleep, a little more slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. Then poverty will pounce on you like a bandit. Scarcity will attack you like an armed robber. And the little note that I put next to it, um, and this is not the, the note that I put next to it is not scripture. It's just a, something that I jotted down next to it. It says, I put down falling into laziness will have you falling into poverty. So the book of Proverbs, friends, it's, I, again, I would so, so, so encourage you to study that at least on an annual basis. I mean, anybody can gain so much wisdom from Proverbs. Um, I think that it is a book that has so many parallels to building a business and definitely that needs to be on your reading list. 
Book number two is called The 10X Rule. This is a book that I'm currently still reading, so I haven't finished it yet. I'm almost halfway through. The author is Grant Cardone. He's a successful entrepreneur. And I need to tell you that this book is not for the faint of heart. This this book is not for people who find themselves easily or often offended um, because Grant Cardone is incredibly blunt. He's very straightforward and he's not afraid to step on your toes. Okay. And the overall message of this book, I tried to jot it down in a couple bullet points of like, you know, what is the theme? Like, like what's the overview of the, this book? And here's what it is. Um, the message that, that Grant Cardone talks about in this book is that most people don't take nearly enough action in order to create massive amounts of success in their life. Now that can be financial success, but that can also be success in your marriage. That can also be success as a parent. That could be also be success in your spiritual life. So I just love this. I love this book because it is unapologetic about calling people out on I'm just going to say it, their laziness. And the fact, and Grant says that most people, like this isn't like just a couple people. This is like most of the population, most of the population does not take nearly enough action to create the life that they're actually capable of. And he even goes as far to say that, you know, we've even been conditioned in society to settle for less than what is possible. Um, Another message of the book is that, um, Not only are people not taking nearly enough action, uh, but people are convinced that they are actually taking enough action, even though they aren't. And um, people are either, he says there's four stages of action. There's either taking no action, you're either going backwards, you're doing an average amount of action, which is going to keep you, you know, you know, the status quo, you know, steady in the race, like not really like extraordinary, but you're not falling behind, you know, the, the you know, community either, or the last one is taking massive action. And so the entire book is about how you can be in that fourth stage of taking massive action. It's about breaking out of social norms, breaking out of average thinking, setting 10x goals. So setting these massive goals and following up these massive goals with massive action. And one one, uh, principle that he really likes to talk about is how he says that, you know, he would rather set a goal that was like 10 times higher than his original goal and take massive action towards that 10x goal, not hit the goal, but still be much farther along than if he had set a quote unquote smaller safe goal. So Grant Cardone is not at all a believer in setting small safe goals. Uh, He thinks that that is really just like enabling people to play it safe and not take enough action. So um, I want to read you just like a little snippet from the book. This is from the chapter called Go, quote unquote, all in and overcommit. So I'm going to give you just a little snippet to see, you know, if you like it, maybe you want to grab it off the shelf. He says, think about it. What's the worst thing that can happen to you if you just totally go for it? You may lose the customer, but so what? You still have unlimited resources to give it your all with the next client. You have everything to gain and nothing to lose. You simply have to rethink your approach. This brings me to the topic of overcommitting, another quote-unquote frowned upon and misunderstood issue in business today. How many times have you been told to quote-unquote undercommit and overdeliver? 
I have never heard anything so backwards, backward and ridiculous. Let's say you are putting on a Broadway show that you're advertising to the public. Should you announce that you have a mediocre cast with just a quote unquote average singing ability and then wait until opening night to over deliver? Of course not. This phrase suggests that overcommitting, or at the very least fully committing, somehow puts you in danger. If you're not, if you're then not able to deliver as promised, you'll leave the other parties dissatisfied. Why not overcommit in your promise and then exceed by overdelivering as well? Tell everybody or tell everyone about your spectacular Broadway cast and then compel them to see the show for themselves. Overcommit and overdeliver. I find that the greater the commitment I make to a client, the higher my level of delivery naturally becomes. It is though I'm promising to both them and myself to reach new levels of what I'm capable, what I'm able to do for them. The more energy I devote to the markets, my clients or my family, the more intent I am upon delivering exactly what I said I was going to. This of course goes back to acting with 10x effort rather than 1x effort. It's easy for someone to claim to be getting quote unquote 110%, but then fail to fully commit either because that person is playing it safe or is afraid that he or she won't perform to the level necessary. A common problem that almost every business faces is the tendency to increase appointments in in order to present a product or idea. People who request an appointment aren't willing to overcommit to the person who has to give up his or her valuable time in order to see them. Grand claims, overcommitment, and extreme promises will immediately separate you from the masses and therefore force you to deliver at 10x levels. The only way to increase appointments is to increase the number of people to whom you speak and then amplify the reasons why they should make time for you. So as you can see, Grant Cardone does not sugarcoat things. He's not concerned about offending you. He tells it straightforward. And that's one of the things I really appreciate about this book. Now, I do want to say that if you do choose to pick up this book, uh, there is some points in it where there's some language. And there are some points in the book where I don't really know if I align with there's some parts of the book that I think are not super in align with scripture as a like when it comes to pursuing success at, and, and at what cost pursuing success. All that being said, like I said before, whether somebody is a believer in Jesus Christ or not, there are principles on the earth that remain. That's why, you know, you will see people who are wildly successful in their area of expertise that may not proclaim the name of Jesus. Maybe they don't believe that that Jesus is the son of God, but they have still really like mastered the principles in order to create success in their life. So wanted to share that book. It's it's a book that I, I am enjoying. Uh, it's very straightforward. Uh, that is the 10X Rule. The last book that I wanted to share with you is called Dotcom Secrets. This is another book that I'm still currently reading. I haven't finished it. And the author of this book is Russell Brunson. He is a successful entrepreneur and also co-founder of the company ClickFunnels, which if you're in the online coaching space, you may have heard of that company ClickFunnels. Um, And maybe you're asking, well, Kimmy, what is a funnel? So a funnel is essentially that process of collecting leads for your business and turning those leads into paying clients. And this book is really breaking down what a funnel is and why a business needs it. Um, This book also goes through how to choose the right funnel for your business and your product or your offer. And then even, this this is what I really, really like about the book. It even includes scripts 
for what to put inside of your funnels. That way, when you're going to write the copy, you have a guideline of what to go off of so that you know what to write. Now, this book is book one in a four-part series. Like I said, this one is called Dotcom Secrets. The next books in the series are Expert Secrets, Traffic Secrets, and Unlock the Secrets. Now, funnels is something that my high-ticket powerhouse students are uh, going to be learning. And like I said, enrollment is opening back up next week, Monday, April 10th. So keep your eyes out and make sure that you get your application in. I want to read you a quick little snippet of yeah, from Dotcom Secrets so that you can kind of get a little idea of what it is all about. It says, people often ask me, Russell, does my business need a funnel? To which I always respond, only if your company needs leads or sales. If you want to generate leads, there are funnels for that. If you want to sell products, there are funnels for that. Funnels will grow any company. Your goal is to figure out which funnels are right for your specific situation. Most people start with one funnel to acquire new customers and then build out other funnels to help them make more money on autopilot from each new lead they get. What is a sales funnel? The question that I get asked daily is, what is a sales funnel? And no matter how hard I try, I nev- I've never been able to figure out a one-sentence answer that quickly describes it. The thing that I've found to be most helpful is to contrast a funnel with a website. Many people think they are the same thing, but when you see them side by side, it quickly becomes apparent why a funnel is superior. When websites first came into existence, people didn't really know what they were or how they were supposed to use them. There was little strategy involved, and the people who were selling the websites to business owners in parentheses, the designers, just wanted to make something that looked pretty and made the business owner feel good about themselves. Because of that, most websites for the first decade or two of the internet looked a lot like a glorified brochure. They looked awesome and had links to everything that the business could potentially do for a customer. Uh, the, The problem was there was no strategy or process behind the website. It was similar to hiring a salesperson, having them stand outside your store and hand out brochures to people who were walking by, with the only sales strategy being the hope that they'd look at the brochure, find something they liked, and then come back to buy something. If I had a salesperson who who just handed out brochures and only waited for people to come and buy, I'd fire them immediately. Yet, this is what most people are doing with a website. One of the fundamental rules of marketing is that a confused mind always says no. Most websites have so many buttons, so many calls to action, and so many menus leading to hundreds of different pages that the only thing the website really does well is to confuse people. A funnel, on the other hand, is created to be simple. So there's a little snippet of .com secrets. Okay, I'm just going to recap to you uh, what the books were that we covered today. The first one was the book of Proverbs and the Bible. That one, I fully believe that you need to be reading annually, myself included. The second was was The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone. And the last one was Dotcom Secrets by Russell Brunson. So my goal here is to almost every week put out an episode that features somebody from my listeners and their specific question. So think of it like free hot seat coaching. You have a question, you go down in the show notes, you click my speak pipe link and you record your question. You send it to me. All of that takes about 30 seconds, by the way. And then I receive your question and I record an entire episode answering your exact question. So if you have a question that you want answered on the show, you need to go down in the show notes, click the link for my speak pipe, 
record your question, and then keep an eye out for your question to be on the show. And I'll also feature you by recording. Uh, putting your audio out on the show as well. Friends, thanks so much for tuning into today's podcast episode. Like I said, go down the show notes, send me a question. If you want it featured on the show, I'd be so excited to answer it for you. And next week, High Digger Powerhouse enrollment is opening for round two, starting on June 5th. I better see your application in. Hey coach, thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you got exactly what you needed to hear, even if it stung a little. Every week, I am committed to showing up here on the show and bringing you not one, but two value-packed episodes to help you grow deeper in your faith, build a profitable coaching business, and become an absolute powerhouse at getting high-ticket coaching clients online. And the number one way that you can support the Bible's Babies and Business podcast is by taking 30 seconds to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and then share this show with a friend. Thank you for partnering with me to get these episodes out to as many online coaches as possible because the world needs more powerhouse women building online coaching businesses for the kingdom of heaven. I appreciate you. I love you. And I'll see you in the next episode.